Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. (laughs) (laughs) To our listeners, this will be uh, two weeks away, but for us, we are recording this right after our last one. And now uh, I feel like I got some more juices. Double dipping. Yeah. Double dipping today. It's a twofer. (laughs) It's a twofer. (laughs) So we are still continuing uh, Comfy Cozy. And uh, this one. Holiday heartwarming wholesome. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I was going to say this one (laughs) checks those boxes. Um, Before we get into it, of course, uh, what have you been watching? Um, Mostly TV shows. I'm caught between um, Blacklist. (laughs) I've been going with that one, and I just started New Girl for the first time. I've never seen that one. Oh, at, like at all? Mm-mm. I've seen like one or two episodes when it came out, and I was oh, like, Oh, eh. crazy. Yeah. I love New Girl. It's really cute. It's a lot cuter than I was, um, And Nick is thought. like to die for. You like squeaky voices on men, <laughs> like Charlie O'Day. I do. <laughs> I like, yeah. That, that grates on my ever-loving nerves, those squeaky voices. Oh, well... Uh, yeah, no. Love Nick. Love his character. Love everything about his, Winston. I think it's funny the his face, brownie that face. Yeah. yeah, angry turtle face. Winston is also a great character. Um, he has a a cat. Have you got to the cat scenes yet? When he gets a cat? Oh, you no, like just started, I just started. Sorry. Yeah, you're gonna love him too. You're gonna love his character. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great it's a great show. For a modern, like, sitcom. I think it, it nailed it. And her name is Jess. How do you go wrong? Exactly. Her theme song is now my theme song. <laughs> like, stoles it. that girl? It's Jess. <laughs> stoles it. You stole it. <laughs> um, after you had been talking so much of Key and Peel, I started watching Key and Peel again. Totally forgot that there were only three seasons. Yeah, it's short. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I'm but still it's hilarious. on season one, um, but it's like eight episodes, I think. Yeah. So I think I'm like you four. Blew, I blew through it real quick. Yeah, I'm like four or five in. I've just been watching it kind of like uh, before I go to bed in the evenings, um, as well as getting caught up and finishing um, The Great British Bake Off. No. <laughs> the, the finale had come out. Um, so is I had it a watched- new season? It was, yeah. They, yeah, twenty twenty two. It just mm-hmm. ended. Okay, I'll check that. out. You're a whole season behind. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun one. Know what I'm watching later? I won't ruin anything then. Okay. Since you haven't watched any of the new season, I, you know you can't so. spoil things for I me. Know. You know that. That's I'll, true. I'll watch it anyway. You won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I'll forget time I get home. Okay, so in this episode, we watched 1997's The Beautician and the Beast. It runs at 107 minutes. It was released February 7th, 1997. So it would have made a good um, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Watch, date, yes. date night movie. It would have, yeah. It was directed by Ken Quappis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going with. It was written by Todd Graff. And it was produced by Todd Graff and Hawk Koch. (laughs) It was starring Fran Drescher, Timothy Dalton, Lisa Jacob, Ian McNeese, and Patrick Malahide. Cinematography was by Peter Lyons Collister. 
Edited by John Pohl. Music by Cliff Eidelman. Uh, we're going to get into the fun facts. Fun facts. Fun fact time. So, um... The production company was High School Sweethearts, and that was owned by Fran Drescher and her husband, Peter Mark Jacobson. Mm -hmm. It is the production company they basically started for the nanny. Um, And it was the one that had that cutesy um, logo at the end of them in Mm, bed. Like, and you were always like, oh, is that supposed to be Fran and Mr. Sheffield? No, that was supposed to be like her real life husband. Okay. (laughs) So I thought that was cute. I didn't know that. Um, Early in development... Fran Drescher had planned the movie to be more of a spinoff of The King and I. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be titled The King and Oi. <laughs> I feel like that would have been cute. But Fox owned the rights. Oh. So they couldn't they couldn't do that route. So she went to do more of an homage to uh, The Beauty and Beast. I found an article actually from like February 1997 um, uh, from CNN about this. So here's a little tidbit. Because uh, it was a little hard to find some backstory about this one, actually. Yeah. Um, so this is from the article. So when Drescher decided to develop a film project for herself as a transition from her hit TV show, The Nanny, to the big screen, uh, playing the hairdresser character wasn't much of a stretch. For her, she has uh, quoted that this meant the the fact... She's quoted saying, the fact I'm sitting here selling a movie that rests on my shoulders really makes me realize where I am in my career. It's very exciting that I'm starring in my first film. Um, Which I think makes this a little sad because it was a total flop. It bombed. The budget was $16 and it only made $11.5. So it lost Money. money, which is never, we know is never good. It was even uh, promoted in some, like, British cinemas, but it ended up going, like, straight to video over there, which probably did not help things at right. all. So, that made me feel bad. Because, I know. Yeah. I remember when it came out, um, people were talking about how bad it was, and I was <laughs> like, I liked it. I don't know. <laughs> and this also was, uh, it's funny, too, because Timothy Dalton is, like, a, a big, yeah, a big, big actor. Because he was, like, he was a James Bond. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's had a very long career, even at this point, by 97. You know, he had had a very long, successful career. Uh, So for him, this was just a chance for him to break into kind of comedy Mm -hmm. and be a break for him just to do something different at that point in his career. Um, He said, I do a lot of comedy in the theater, but he was like, I've rarely done it in the movies. So he was like, it was a thrill for me to get to, like, do something with Fran Drescher, especially because at this point, it was the height of the nanny. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I believe she was ending the show, and this was, like, going to be her transition into film. Like, um, I think that was the goal of this movie, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem to work out that way for her. Well, I mean, kind of, if you're you're stuck in that kind of a character, there's not going to be so many movie roles that you're going to be able to do. Exactly. You almost Unless you're going to be a totally different kind of actress you know no i agree and that's why i'm like i'm wondering if why this movie bombed for other reasons sure because to get into that a little bit as well i did find a couple of articles uh and it was quite a few like uh reviews basically and some were just actual articles i think that were released kind of uh throughout that that period of time um it's the lightheartedness with the dictatorship that really oh. just 
I think that's what didn't sit well with everyone. And then on top of her playing a character that, like you said, is what we already watched her doing the last, like, what was it, like six years or so, something like that. So I think that culmination is really just, like I said, instead of it being a platform for her to bounce off of, it, like, actually sunk her. (laughs) Yeah. And plus, because people are probably like, well, I'd rather see, this is basically like the nanny the movie. Exactly. (laughs) So they probably would have rather seen a Mr. Because even though she was a beautician, she was really still kind of a nanny to the kids. Yeah. Like a tutor, but... Exactly. It, it, yeah, that's all it is, is the nanny. Yeah, yeah just in a And then you're kind of disappointed that her mom wasn't there. Because <laughs> <laughs> her mom on the nanny, the show, is... Perfection. Yes. She's so funny. She is so funny. I mean, all of the characters. I love Yetta, too. The yeah. grandmother. She's yeah. even better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I just love her. So, yeah, exactly. I feel like it was... Not quite even at that time what people were wanting or expecting from I, her. I feel like if she would have waited a little longer, actually, then people would have been more um, open to it. Probably. Because then they'd be like, oh, yeah, the nanny. like. And this is like a, again, like a fairy tale kind of version. Right. And we already know even just her as a comedian, like her shtick kind of is that the the Jewish lady looking for the guy, you know, yeah, trying to find love and, mm-hmm. um, gotta get married so her mom gets off her back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I feel, yeah, it could have worked. Um, maybe if it was just done slightly differently, but in, I a, mean, it, in all that, I still love this movie. Like it's oh, for still sure. super cozy to me. It is. And it was still like very, it's so nineties though. Yes. Very nineties. I totally <laughs> forgot how nineties it was. <laughs> And to finish out the fun facts, um, something fun for me, because I have been also rewatching some of The Nanny mm-hmm. um, as well, was I saw they did a Vanity Fair article on her this month. Like, it was November 9th, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, they released it, and it was called uh, Fran Drescher is Having a Full Circle Moment. And she is still fucking gorgeous. Oh, I love Fran Drescher. Oh, my God. She doesn't look a day over... What she did in this fucking movie. Raised today, raisins tomorrow. She was a hundo She was ahead <laughs> of her time with that sunscreen. So what, and what she's doing right now, and this is another thing why I think she is just such an admirable woman. She's always supported like animal rights and the faux fur. Like that mm-hmm. was a big thing even on the nanny that she talks about. And what she's doing recently is she is going to be like the face and uh, heading the launch of ThreadUp's first ever upcycled holiday collection. Oh, nice. Which I thought was really cool. So she's like gets real about conscious consumption. But I thought it was pretty cool. The article's by Kayla Holiday, and yeah, it had released, yeah, like November 9th or 10th. I suggest you look into it if you want to find out like what Fran Drescher has actually been up to like mm-hmm. since this point in time. Because uh, yeah, after just reading... Again, I couldn't find much about the making of this film, but I just found so much about her and, like, all these admirable traits and qualities oh, yeah. she has. I mean, she's been through cancer. She's, yeah. been, she's been through a lot of shit. Yeah, and then she's involved heavily with cancer charities as well. I believe she's, like, heads one or has one herself that she's created, like Cancer Schmancer or something. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds like her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just think she's, like, a really cool, Admirable awesome woman. Yeah. fucking lady. Yeah, like, I really like her. So, yeah. All right. With that, Jess is going to read us the Ya Googled summary. 
After beauty school teacher Joy Miller becomes a local hero by rescuing lab animals from a fire in her workplace building, she's offered a job by Ira Grushinsky, an emissary from the Eastern European nation of Slovetsia. Boris Prachinko, the country's dictator, wants to improve his image by hiring an American tutor for his children. Mistaken for a real teacher, Joy arrives in Slutsvetsia and soon bumps head with Boris while brightening up palace life. Okay, so you did mention some of your early memories i guess of this movie was uh watching it when it was out on on video mm -hmm. um that was i mine as well um i was fairly young when this movie came out i guess 97 so yeah I, I probably watched it on on video like when it came out at blockbuster yeah. you know kind of thing uh i probably watched it when it came out on like hbo because mm. we used to have <clears throat> we would have like that on our yeah. We always had the big satellite. Oh, yeah. The ginormous satellites that were, because we were rural. <laughs> the rural drawer. The rural drawer. <laughs> 30 Rock. It was the uh, the satellites that, like, where you could probably turn them into swimming pools later if you wanted. Yeah, they <laughs> like, were that huge. That big. And then until we had a hurricane one year and it fell over and rolled into my mother's car. <laughs> <laughs> We loved it. And then I remember we, I believe we owned it. Like, this was something mm -hmm. I, I had a copy of. Oh, I think I still do. Um, I think I have it on DVD. Really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I still have it on DVD. I did not realize they made Beautician and the Beast on DVD. I, um, I think I found it. It was probably in like a five dollar like a Walmart, Either, like yeah, yeah probably like something like that. Either mm -hmm. that or like Blockbuster going out of sale, off yeah, of business sale or something. Yeah, because I remember we had bought the VHS from Blockbuster. Because um, I remember like, being in, actively seeing the case and be like, oh fuck yeah, Beautician and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> and I have nothing but fond memories. Actually, oh, yeah, I mean, I still think it's super cute. Yeah, like, going it's back, it's very nineties, sure, but mm -hmm. very cheesy. But like again, what I expected from it. Yeah, um, I didn't expect anything really differently. It wasn't putting on airs. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But yeah, I remember having very fond memories of it um, as a kid. Of it being like a, a funny romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe I also was like fairly attracted to Timothy Dalton. Oh, especially after his little makeover. Oh, yeah. When yes. he comes in with that black turtleneck and black suit jacket. Oh, what is he? And his hair's down and, instead of up. And he goes, uh, you Saint Laurent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been like probably 12. And I'm like, oh, he's oh very handsome. <laughs> And that was also around the time when I was starting to get into James Bond movies. Mm, yeah. So. You're like, oh. Yeah. And I Mr. had been. Bond. Well, I had been watching his specific, like, era of James Bond. Yeah. So I was like, ooh. Ooh, la la. I will say to this day, he's not my favorite James Bond. Mm -hmm. But just, I mean, a 12-year-old Steph thought, ooh. I mean, after. He's a hottie. Yeah. He, he's a hottie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I've always had a thing for older men anyway. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and like when he shaves his mustache and I, his eyes are sparkling with his like very nice smile. I feel like he has like the like the Jeff Bridges eyes. Yes. Like the sparkling. The Riker eyes. Yes, yes. And even the um, Chris Christopherson. Yes, my favorite. Like, my favorite. <laughs> those are all a group Chris of Chris. men <laughs> who share the same sparkle in their eyes eye that Jessica yeah. can't resist. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm a sucker for sparkly eyes. So we obviously have very good memories of this movie. Uh, when was the last time you watched this? Um, really not that long ago. I want to say it was like three or four years ago. Oh, okay. So fairly... Fairly recent. Yeah, recent. It was streaming on something. I was like, ooh. Oh, nice. Even though I have it on DVD, it's too much trouble to... I have a DVD player, but it's like in a box up in my closet. <laughs> you don't even have it I bought up. it and just haven't even hooked it up. Because you know how hard it is to get to the back of my TV? It's in that alcove thing. Oh, yeah, true. You have to pull the whole thing out. <laughs> and I got a rug, so it gets caught up. and It's a whole thing. It's a whole hassle. <laughs> I would say it's probably been like uh, over 10 years I did make Andrew watch it with me when we were first dating. Mm-hmm. This was one of those movies where you're like, I got him where I want him. I'm going to force him to watch <laughs> all these movies he would never normally watch. Oh, of course. But it does turn out that um, Andrew actually is a big Fran Drescher fan and loved mm-hmm. the nanny. So um, he doesn't hate this movie. It's not one he would ever go out of his way to watch. Right. But he even still peeked in and, like, you know, had watched a couple of scenes when um, I was watching it last night. So mm-hmm. even Dave said when I was watching it, he was like, I forgot how pretty Fran Drescher is. Yeah. I was like, how do you forget how pretty Fran Drescher is? I know. Because <laughs> she looked exceptionally beautiful in this movie. Oh, yeah, because she's not like the over, like she wasn't the character, the nanny, in the respect of the over-the-top makeup. Like, yeah. It was a little more, I felt like, subtle of what we had kind of been seeing from her at different times in the, the television show she did. Well, because it was later 90s. Exactly. Too, so. But her skin just looked flawless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. And so. her body. Oh, my God. And those, like, satiny pants. <laughs> I'm like, satiny pants, man. That is hard to pull off. She did it. Yep. She did it. The 90s, though. Like, late 90s, satin, shimmery, shiny, everything. Everything. I had so a shirt funny. that was like that. Oh, we all did. Mm-hmm. It was night of the Roxbury era. So, those were um, <laughs> some of her memories. Last time uh, we caught up with this film uh so it's been been a little while for me uh kind of recent in your rotation with that let's get into it um i totally forgot there was an animated opening <laughs> didn't remember that yeah. at all uh it was fun though i liked it was uh, cute i liked how she was drawn i i liked how the, the running away scene <laughs> yeah. when she hikes up her skirt yeah <laughs> I, I appreciate that animation style it was very cute you get the uh, intro uh, when she's kind of talking about the oots and everything, talking with her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, yeah, her mom in this movie didn't quite live up to. Was she in Christmas Vacation? No, I almost thought she kind of looked like Jerry Seinfeld's mom. No, but I don't think it was. No, that's not. Jerry I think Seinfeld's it was mom. just the way that her um, her haircut was. Mm. Yeah, she looked familiar, but mm-hmm. I didn't look it up. I really like, though, in the beginning scene when the mom has her dog and they're talking about the dog, like, over biting itself or yeah. nails or something. And uh, 
She just looks at his dog and's like yelling at it. What do you have to be stressful about? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I wonder. <laughs> like little things like that. Yeah. Where it, it's like that uh, to me, like classic, like Fran Drescher comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny. I like too that they introduced that she is a beauty school teacher. Yeah. But the classes are in a science room. It's like night class, probably. Oh, okay. Like that. So yeah, yeah, they're doing it like in the lab would make yeah. sense. Okay. Um, but I do like when they're talking about she says the mole. mole. She's like, so it balances out the cigarette. <laughs> On the right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's so funny to me because they were smoking everywhere. Yeah. Like he was smoking in there. He was. They were smoking on the bus. Mm-hmm. Or no, that was plane strains. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, smoking was acceptable. Yeah. And uh, I love. I was like, man, they were doing Z snaps even back then. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it went back that far. And this is where we get multiple uses of talk to the hand. I know! (laughs) I was like, it's so prevalent in this movie. A little, like, too prevalent. Yeah, Because even then, uh, I mean, we lived during this time. I don't remember. We were children. I remember even children were like, oh, it's funny, but no one actually does it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it was one of those things. Talk to the hand. Talk. Talk. Like maybe. Isn't that adorable? One or two people could like get away and actually did it during that time. But I feel like no one actually. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was definitely (laughs) overused. Um, and that I, was so funny to me when I watched it again though. Because I know. I forgot about that. Talk to the hand because the ears ain't listening. <laughs> oh yeah and then she does the full the full thing yeah, yeah which i hadn't that's what i definitely <laughs> hadn't heard that probably since 1997 her first outfit it i feel like was was it like a gatorade outfit <laughs> <laughs> electrolytes <laughs> she had to be like it was an orange logo. lightning bolt <laughs> And it was like green and black, like striped with some like yellow. Like it looked like a Gatorade bottle in Logan. <laughs> and the pants matched perfectly. Perfectly. And the headband matched also. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot about the matchy matchy like set. Yes. Cords. Which has been coming back. Like, Which I mean, I appreciate outfits. it. I, I think uh, it's kind of cute. Not that one. I don't. I don't. That's not my favorite outfit in this movie. I appreciate people who can pull it off. I can't pull off two matchy-mashy well, with two-piece sets. Yeah, it depends on what it is. My bottom can't wear prints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my not a good look for me either. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just, but like black-on-black coordinates, yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> right up my alley. For a quotable here. So this is uh, after she does save the animals in the science class, which I think is sweet that, uh, again, a little throw back to um, her like animal her animal rights yeah. and everything. Um, her love of animals, all of that. It's, it's so heartwarming. I know it is. And uh, when they take her picture. And she's like, she, oh, oh, no. Yeah, individually <laughs> smiles. Like the classic Fran Drescher. Yep, I thought it, it was a very cute intro. And then she's, of course, propositioned um, to become a teacher for... And it's the guy from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> yes, that's where I knew him from. Or Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Excuse Andrew me. remembered him from, because he was in um, a James Bond movie, I guess, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and that's where Andrew knew him from. And then I was like, no, that's not where I remember him from. I remember Thanks. him from Ace Ventura. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> what was his name? Gr- Grichinsky? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or Ira. She's like, I'm just going to call you Ira, so we'll call him Ira. So she basically, I guess, accepts the offer from Ira, 
And as I was watching it this time, I realized, like, she's still wearing the same outfit at one point. In the castle. So, the, like... So, like, they left all in one day. He yeah. basically was like, you yeah. want this job? <laughs> yes. And she's like, yes. And packed her shit up and they just left and they immediately. Just left. I was like, I couldn't even get packed that quickly. Well, and then... I would all... have to have a whole day just to think about it. Exactly. <laughs> and, like... How trustworthy would you be? Okay, nowadays I nowadays like, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" They're gonna traffic you, right? <laughs> it takes you like the day of. No, that doesn't sound like a job. You're gonna interview. end up in their suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then even like when she's telling her mother this, because she's like, "I want to take it. This is my shot." And then she's like, "Oh, they say it's like Europe fifty or Paris fifty years ago." And then she's or there yeah, Europe. Yeah, there were Nazis <laughs> there fifty, 50 years, years ago. Because <laughs> I was like, "Oh damn!" I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." In this time frame, yeah. And then that's where I feel like that is the moment where this movie you realize to me has such like dark undertones <laughs> with the dictator, yeah, like, yeah, aspect, right. You know, it's like, like she's like. Well, I guess that's how he's a beast, and she changes him, and then he starts implementing, you know, free whatever. That's fine, but he could still have been just, like, a regular monarchy, like, transitioning to democracy or socialism or something, you know? Like, he didn't have to be a dictator (laughs) specifically, because they kind of, like, straight up, that's what they're implying, like, through and through. I mean, they even use, I think, like, during the factory scene, that was like a legit, I think, like communist party song or something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I I did read that in some of the fun facts. Oh. Like, so they're like kind of being pretty on the nose about it, right. you know? Like, so yeah, so she goes immediately to Slovitsia. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Slovitsia. Mm. And uh, I like the uh, the Depp. I know the Depp hair gel that was thrown in there. Oh my god! I was I like, died. that wasn't the '90s of all hair gel. I forgot about it until that moment. I was like, oh my god, I remember Depp. Yep. <laughs> as long as I lived in my mom's house, there was always like a gallon <laughs> jug of. It was either Depp hair gel or it'd be LA Lux, depending on. What oh was yeah, available. yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, straight away, we're over in the the Eastern European country. And this is when, also, again, she finds out, oh, mm, I thought you told me president. Because then they keep, like, referring to him as, like, his excellency. Right. And then this is when, like, the cat kind of gets out of the bag a little bit. Because also, I'm like, you go to this foreign country... And all of a sudden, it goes from, like, president to, like, oh, wait, it seems oh, like... Oh, your grace. Yeah. And then people and then are, she's like, like, throwing <laughs> things at you. Right. Like, on your drive Getting there. In. Don't open the window! I would be terrified. Fuck yeah. I'd be like, I ain't stepping foot out of this castle. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everything in this movie is all like, oh, it's so cute and oh, exciting. I'm going to go see the sight. But, but during this watch, I'm like, oh, my God, this would be terrible. <laughs> And then, and then, like, Timothy Dalton would be super intimidating. Oh, yeah. When they first introduce him and the, and his hair, like you said, that yeah. outward, like, hair, he is very, like, intimidating and scary to begin with. And he's always growling. Oh, I like the growling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, the very, like, grumping, the, yeah. like, like, sometimes. I mean, a grumpy old man with a heart of gold. What yeah. could be better? <laughs> a lovable asshole. But she, when she starts her teaching gig, though, 
this is, though, when it's like, is he, though? Because, like, she's reading them out of the history book, and they're like, and then he led Operation Desert Storm. I know. And then all the references, like, your country, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so it's this teeny tiny little country the New York Times would be covering. Uh, right? I know. No. So about this country. <laughs> every night. That thoroughly and every day. <laughs> yeah. Where they're throwing down newspapers. Oh, America. I know. Like, what kind of atrocities is he really committing? That America, New York Times would take notice when it's like this obscure then, little like, tiny. Yeah, like you said, on a daily basis. Right. Articles. That would, hmm, I never thought about that. In the whole like, world. Whose New York heads Times is, are he cutting off? Exactly. What spikes are you putting heads on? Yeah. What have <laughs> they not told us? <laughs> and uh, she is introduced to the children... So straight away, you're getting like the family dynamic and the middle girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she was Masha. Fest, Masha. Yes, thank you. Um, one of my favorite. You know how Secret Garden was your movie? Yes. Mine was A Little Princess. Was that her? That was her. Oh my god! Yes. And also, she is the B girl. From the Blind Melon song. No fucking way. Yeah, no rain. Yeah. That's amazing. She's the big girl. Awesome. I Isn't love that, that. Yeah. That makes me like her character even more because I always, that's, okay, let's go ahead and get into that. Um, <clears throat> they, they said they introduced us to the children. The big beautiful woman thing I thought was in poor taste. I think during that I didn't time, really like that. it was supposed to be. I think body positive. That, I'm gonna. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I think that's what the intent it, was. That, I I get that, but but it was, I hated it. Yeah, because it was like, oh, uh, it's a boys will like me because of my personality. It doesn't matter if I'm fat. I don't know. It was just they were basically like, well, you're still not pretty because you're fat. So and she's a child. Yeah. So well, and then also like they only dress her in like the weird like apron outfit right i guess she can't oh she's just wearing a new print and she has control top pantyhose and i was oh, like look how beautiful she is now like it just we got her girdle now she's all better it sounds it was so like insulting yeah and i just like uh, it I made me feel bad. bad for her yeah because the other girl is still put in like different style costumes than like her school uniform. Right. And that was the thing. They didn't differentiate her character. Like even when she had a dress up outfit, it was still just like her school uniform. It was just, just in a different, different print. print. Yeah. yeah. And they were bed sheets. Yeah. Like even more. Like what the fuck? That sounds even more insulting. Like, oh, I'm so big that you had to use bed sheets yeah. to make a dress for me. Right. Or you couldn't even like go gone with the wind and at least say curtain. Right. Like Oh, the Ralph Lauren bed sheets. I know. Uh, yeah, it just, that kind of, yeah, also didn't sit right with me. And I really wanted her to be, like, in, like, a princess outfit, too, like the other sister. Right. Like, I don't. Yeah, even at the end. She yeah. She didn't have her ball gown scene. Exactly. It was, like, Like, I get that she's thing. young, but she's not that young. Like, she's not, like, little girl. Yeah, she was, like. She's, like per, twelve, like, like prepubescent, yeah, maybe. early teen. Or yeah, I was in like thirteen, maybe, maybe like twelve, yeah. thirteen, right? Like Old enough to want to feel fancy and wear a ball gown like everybody else. Exactly, have that's to be what I'm revealing. saying. They could have put her in a still a, like a princess gown, right? Then they also have the like subplot with the um, teenage romance. Yeah, the Romeo and Juliet, the Romeo and Juliet thing going on, and yeah. I would be okay with that. When I was a teen, though, watching this movie, even I was like, 
over it and not impressed with this I was more aspect. In, involved in Fran. For sure. Yeah, her romance with a... And I understand why they had it. I, I think it, like, works well in the movie. It's cute, like, to have that going on, yeah, while you're mm-hmm. having the love story unfolding right. with um, the actual two main characters. But the whole time, again, because, like I said, there is these, like, dark, like, you know, dictatorship and, like... <laughs> terrible kind of oppressive undertones of what this country has been about um that she is the dictator's daughter going to these apparent like rallies though that are totally against him yeah why haven't they just taken her hostage because <laughs> like, well, they're cool with her because she's on their side it doesn't matter she's still the dictator's daughter do you want your country free comrade then you fucking <laughs> take her hostage like, this is a family movie stephanie <laughs> this is this is where i was like nah they would have kidnapped her used her as the leverage to get what they wanted well it looked like the uh, revolution was all teenagers no, you're right. That did, yeah. So it was like, it was this Red Dawn? <laughs> Totes. <laughs> and <laughs> when she takes off her weird uniform when she was in that club, and she's wearing the most 97 outfit. I was I've like, oh my seen. God, I'm pretty sure I had that shirt. <laughs> I was like, everyone had that yeah, shirt. Yeah, the shiny button up. Yeah, that shiny button up. You tuck into your giant jeans. <laughs> With a belt. With a belt. And look, I got a waist. Putting on her earrings with her yeah. that short haircut. Yeah. That it was I, almost like Drew Barrymore's and never been not never been kissed. What was or, the one that y'all watched recently? Wedding singer. Wedding singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was almost like that haircut. Like a page boy, but yeah. not quite. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> that whole look though. I, yeah, I laughed out loud for sure when. <laughs> She wrote it off like, oh, that's your, that's your going out clubbing outfit? Well, I guess for her wearing jeans and pants, like, that's supposed to be a yeah. big deal for them over there. It's very Western. They're probably American jeans. Mm-hmm. Levi's made the revolution oh, happen. But let's backtrack to when the son tries to seduce Fran Drescher. Oh, yeah. That was awkward. As a grown-ass woman watching it, you're like, oh, that'd be weird. And I wouldn't even be as, like, chill about it as she is. Well, I mean, it was, like, that was kind of, like, hokey, because he was like, oh, well, this is what's really going on. Yeah. Like, you wore me down, Fran. I know. (laughs) I want to be a painter. (laughs) An artiste. I mean, he did a badass painting of her. Was that like the Venus? Yeah, yeah Milo yeah. or something. Um, the oh my god, clamshell. <laughs> the clams of Venus. <laughs> the Venus clamshell. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was really funny though is when he got his makeover. You know, mm-hmm. um, first off, they don't teach us how to use a straight razor in cosmetology school. <laughs> For the reference. But she went to the Barbizon school. <laughs> as far as I was aware, that was like the modeling school. I thought, okay. I thought the so too. The one in the too. back of the magazine. Yes, yes. And they would do Barbizon the... Barbizon school of modeling. Didn't you go to the Barbizon <laughs> school of modeling? I didn't really want to say that. <laughs> I yeah, remember... It's, it's a school that you have 
to pay to go to, guys. It's not like... Uh, I remember going to the Civic Center with you. <laughs> for my show. For your show. <laughs> I was a cowgirl. Bang, bang. I did... Pretty sure they made me do finger guns at the end of the runaway. I had a like a vest on with my jeans walking down. Doing oh. all... Walking the way they taught me the whole time, you know? <laughs> like a giraffe. <laughs> Lead with your neck. <laughs> That's not what they said. I, don't I vaguely remember this time of my life. How old were you? God, I had to have been like... I was young too, I feel like, even going to your show. I had to be like vaguely. 14. Oh, geez. Yeah, you're real young. At this point in the movie, this is when they are uh, showing the softer side of Timothy Dalton's character. Because really, up until then, he's just kind of an asshole the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even really get the, quite the chemistry at first. Like when I'm watching it, I was a little like put off. Like, Ugh, he's like supposed to be like a dictator dictator. Like not like <laughs> just a king or what, like a grumpy old stern king, uh, which would have, yeah, I felt like maybe made it a little more endearing than at times it does. Cause now you get to the, um, uh, intimate sandwich making scene. <laughs> intimate sandwich. Yeah. And this is where he really shows a softer side as he's dressed as Prince Eric. What? <laughs> he had the billowy shirt <laughs> with like the suspender, but like he um, looked like he was wearing pants that Prince Eric wore. <laughs> like, again, they're like making sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, it's a very sexy uh, food preparation. Yes. And he's still supposed to be very rough around the edges. Um, but they kind of have this, yeah, intimate moments. Talking about mayonnaise and stuff. Yeah, where's the man- mayonnaise? <laughs> and then he uh, tells her, I have somewhere special I want to show you tomorrow. And then this is where they have, like, their their fun day out together. And, where uh, he slaughtered his first cow. <laughs> yeah, where he slaughtered his first cow. So, they have funny jokes. Like, I do think little jokes like that, they're funny. You know, he's like, oh, I want to show you somewhere important to me. And then it's something like that. Like, oh, yeah. tomorrow I slaughtered my first cow. But I like that then all of a sudden you realize that she knows more than people. She's, like, already mm-hmm. been out and about. And, um... Sweats <laughs> She knows, like, all the villagers, all cool. Like, oh, he's been working for you for 50 years. That's fast slav or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... She's in that updo, which still, I realized after watching this where I was like, do I need to like start buying like hair pieces like for updos? Cause I'm kind of I feeling. I feel like you have enough hair. I feel like I would have to buy hair pieces. I know. I still feel like it's my hair. I may have enough, but it's not going to be that big. <laughs> not unless you tease. The yeah. Well, or like, and she has like, it's like the big curl rolls. I still feel like she had like. A hair piece. Oh, I'm sure she did. Um, So I was feeling it. I liked it. With the scarf. Yes. But (laughs) uh, from that, uh, from those couple of scenes, one of my favorite lines was, what a nice man that hermit was. I didn't know I had a hermit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then he turns into a fucking dick in the factory again. Mm She later basically implies, like, if you're going to be this way, I I wouldn't be with you. Like, mm-hmm. or a part of it in any way. Right. And the even more unbelievable part, though, is that he's, like, taking political, like, advice from her, I guess. Or, like, 
you know, like advisement. Well, I could see that though, because he's like, oh, she's showing me how the Americans do it and they're more progressive. So yeah, but she's still not a statesman herself. Like, like you just said, you're like, I don't know about this stuff. They'd be like plucking you. You're a beautician. It would literally be like taking She seemed you. like she already knew more than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be fucked. I'd be like, uh-uh. This is like free internet too. When like, especially in Eastern European, if you got a castle, you probably don't got Wi-Fi. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> so I'd be fucked. I'd be like, uh, all I got is fake history books. I'm, uh, I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So this is when, though, and this is another part of the movie. Like I said, watching now, I get it's a, a little fantastical fairy tale, you know, romance movie. So you can't take it, like, too seriously. But it, but they acknowledge it that in this movie is why I bring this part up. Because he even says, like, we're in poverty, essentially. Right, right. And we're the asking broke. for aid. Mm-hmm. But they won't give it to us because they think, like, I'm a crazy dictator. And But again, it turns out that he was a crazy dictator. He doesn't think he is because they find out that really it was the Weasley prime minister man right. who does look like Putin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Putin. Yeah. So... So it turns out, but he was committing the atrocities, like, in his name. Yeah. Like, that's all we find out. So that, I feel like they gloss over that for one, of like, oh, well, it was the other guy doing all this stuff. So, mm, see? He's still a good guy. Yeah. But also, to, like I said, to point out the fact that you really desperately need this aid. And I feel like her recommending that, oh, you shouldn't do the summit. You should have people, like, you know, like, have a ball. And he even says, like, what? Why would I throw a party when I need money? Like, I'm supposed to be asking for help. Like, I totally agree with him. Right. Because then he starts, like you said, he comes in the suit that's Yves Saint Laurent. That's, yeah. like, fucking designer designer. Right. And then also, just like I said, yeah, like, having a ball. And then she's like, oh, we can do it for the cheap. But when they show it, it don't look fucking cheap. Like, Well, I mean, I know you got frozen egg rolls, but... <laughs> That's a shit ton of them. Like, that's that's some money. And it was still the LaChoy. Thank you. I fucking love those ass. Oh. <laughs> but wait, what about the part where she's, like, massaging his ass? <laughs> yes, during the height of the, the stress of the, the party planning. She takes... And the fact that we see Ivan or Yvonne... Uh, no, not Ira. Ira's the assistant. Oh. I'm talking about the masseuse guy. Is oh, oh. Like Yvonne. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we see Yvonne. He's a giant man. And then... Tiny little hands. I know. I'm like, would he really... He would be used to Yvonne's masseuse work. Yeah. So wouldn't he be like, hmm, how did Yvonne's hands get so tiny and ladylike? <laughs> Why is he poking me in the butt? Chiazzo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded exactly like her. And that's when we get the... Uh, the confession of love, basically. Yeah. Where he's falling for her. And I love... She gives me the oots. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. He's going to know that word. I really enjoyed Timothy Dalton's um, impression that he does. Of Fran. Yeah. yeah. That was good. And uh, another one uh, the, of my favorites when they're getting ready for the ball, uh, all those little scenes, is uh, with the chicken. Yeah. He's like, you're going to show me how to prepare it. And then she ends up, like, keeping the pet chicken. Well, when she's like, 
Because he's too selfish to die for his country. And the chicken, like, goes and walks yes. in the pot. We're like, oh, chicken. And this is where I pointed out in my notes, too, where I'm like, the music is really good in this mm-hmm. movie. I think score. the score was great. It just worked for everything. It was very on point. It felt very, like, Disney fairy tale. Yeah, it did. Um, I mean, the quality of the movie was good. Like... Um, yeah, and I think considering their budget that they did have, because $15 million, I mean, that's not a ton of money to make a movie. Yeah. And I Especially think... Especially with that many people working on it. Like, there was a bunch of people in this movie. Yeah, there was. And the, the scenery and everything, like the set, like, mm-hmm. I thought it was overall well done in that respect, for sure. Yeah, and it was super, like, comfy cozy, because the scenery was nice, mm-hmm. and, like... The past of the woods they're walking on. Yeah. And she comes down those stairs in that gown. That's what I was wanting to get to. <laughs> My breath still was I like know. taken away. She was a goddess. A goddess. Yes. And even with the crazy tiara, because you're like, why would she be wearing a tiara? <laughs> That's a little over the top. Oh, because little... he let her wear some jewels. Oh, yeah, but, like, the crown? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know when you say crown jewels, did you imply the crown? The actual crown? Because <laughs> that's what it looked like she was wearing. And again, and now, and then this is where the updo gets, like, three times as big oh, yes. as our last updo. <laughs> the updo had to match the crown. Yes, it was amazing. But I do love when they, first, when they dance before the music, mm-hmm. and then the music, I'm like so dreamy like such a dream it was it reminds me of sleeping beauty when they're dancing at the end and like mm-hmm. her dress is changing like it gives me that kind of like oh warm cozy feeling i definitely got the like the beauty and the beast ballroom dance yeah. as well vibes from it mm-hmm. just because of her dress too like the with the gold you know yeah. kind of accent and everything it had a little little bit of bell vibes yeah. and i can definitely see more of the king and i energy mm-hmm. uh, throughout i mean the entire movie you kind of you know get that as well it does seem well, even that movie is kind of similar to the Beauty and the Beast. Exactly, story, they're I mean. all like magical fairy tales with royals, um, basically. An asshole man and a woman's love changes him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Later, we get to when the prime minister is uh, doing his dastardly deeds, <laughs> and he's threatening um, Joy Miller at this time. Joy Miller, and he's saying that, "Oh, I'll tell him about you sneaking the." princess whatever the fuck you want to call her down to the boy the prisoner and he's basically like threatening her saying like oh well if he found out about that well that's treason i'm like she's not a fucking citizen right it's not treason if you don't live there if you're not a citizen of that country it's maybe espionage like (laughs) but not treason not treason not for her like if anything um it's the daughter committing treason yeah. So maybe well, that's was, what he was implying. It was a uh, empty threat anyway. Either way, yeah. And then you have the big reveal, the more climactic part, um, where he does find out about her mm-hmm. taking the, the daughter down. Because the whole point of this party was to release the political prisoner. Right. To make him seem like not a beast. Exactly. And then instead, he's like, oh, they just like the party, so they like me. It's great. I don't have to do that now. Yeah. And then Fran's like, fuck you. And she's like, as soon as you leave, they'll be like, great party. He's an ass. Exactly. <laughs> or whatever she said. Yeah. 
And then, of course, the daughter is, like, distraught, whatever. I didn't even like her character, really. Wasn't she in Mrs. Doubtfire? I think so. I think that was the same girl. And she was a little bitch in that, too, wasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Uh, she was. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. So, at this point, like I said, we've seen a little bit of his softer side. He's... Supposed to be unaware of the shady things more of what the prime minister is doing behind his back. But he was still going to, like, bitch slap his daughter. Right. In front of everybody. In front of everyone. And then that's where uh, Fran Drescher is like, you are a beast. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when she's like, I'm dipping out. Like, this is ridiculous. This is where, though, still you're kind of like, okay, well, you still want to be with this guy? Like, I don't know. Again, like he was about to hit his daughter, like, backhander. It doesn't matter how many townspeople he might have talked to or, oh, haha, he laughed at your joke. Like, yeah, he still, he still seems like a fucking asshole, kind of. <laughs> like, that was the one thing I didn't remember. I thought he, like, was way more endearing throughout mm. the movie. I did find him endearing to an, an extent. But uh, it could only go so far to where you're like, oh, my God. Like, he still really isn't that much of a kid. (laughs) He's just handsome. (laughs) He he is very handsome. I'll give him that. But, I mean, unless he really changes, of course, then uh, that's where, oh, look, he does. Because she's back in, I mean, is she supposed to still be in Queens (laughs) in this? I don't know. I don't know. I She's say. back in flushing. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a blockbuster card for her birthday. Which, by the way, were free. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, you know, why would you? It's like getting, giving somebody a library card. Yeah, they literally were just like, sign you up for blockbuster. Yeah. Didn't get you anything. And didn't you're my didn't daughter. Didn't rent you a movie. And that dress she's wearing is amazing. I loved it. The yellow... And it looked very, like, 60s. It was, like, a little party cocktail oh, dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. I loved it so much. It looked so good on her. And then they're kind of going back over to Dalton's character where he's, like, um, confronting the prime minister. Yeah. Because, like... Ira. Ira sets him, him up. up. Yeah, basically. So, and then again, it's just like, so like, oh, easy peasy. Like, oh, he's arrested. Ha ha. Yeah. Loosens nicely wrapped up. And then he's able to fly again and get there so quickly. They travel from this Slovetsia to New York like that mm-hmm. in a day. Maybe Is it-, it was easier back then. I think he also says he has a private jet. Pro- yeah, probably. But again, yeah, because they did have a private jet. You're supposed to be in poverty-stricken company, <laughs> but you're using jet fuel to go fly to. He's got designer clothes. He can order thousands of Lachoy frozen egg rolls. <laughs> and then another one of my favorite lines from this movie are when uh, it's the chicken eating the chicken and you fed it's the like, chicken, no chicken, chicken, ma. <laughs> Silence of the chickens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when her mom like psychs her out with like her middle school boyfriend that right, shows up. Right. But they're like, oh, remember you did the rosemary. Ro- <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I can't say it. You did the rosemary baby musical. <laughs> and he, he sings his line and she's like, this embryo belongs to Satan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> whole movie 
movie. Because I'm like, I want to see that musical. I know, right? I was like, that's hilarious. That was, like, like towards the end right there, those were some of my favorite, like, parts. Parts, yeah. Or quotes, whatever, what have you. It was so great. And uh, eventually she goes pouting outside after, because she's like, I don't want to be with that guy. <laughs> and uh, Timothy Dalton shows up with her little, t- her, what, macaroni tissue box. Oh. Is I that what it was? No, it wasn't like a super fancy one. <laughs> oh, I thought it was made of macaroni. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like an ornate one. Oh, no. I thought it was like a macaroni one they had made in class or whatever. Maybe it was. I thought it was like a gold one. But either way, he shows up and and then before they have the big like kiss moment and everything's going to be happily ever after, he's like, oh, I'm having fair and free elections and I got rid of the prime minister. Like, we have to make sure we throw that in there. Right. So he's everyone, no longer a dictator. It's okay for her to be with him now. Yes, exactly. So we have we have to get that thrown in there, that closure. Right. Because, yes, he was been a shitty asshole almost throughout the entire movie. So now you can be like, now he's completely different. <laughs> Last two minutes. Last minute. Kiss, Hail Mary. Kiss. The end. <laughs> and then it just ends like that. Yeah. Like as soon as they kiss, it's over. Just get done. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, one of those endings. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I still thought it was cute. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I did still enjoy it. My only complaint was more of the, the actual dictator plot. Uh, I I guess I thought even when I was younger, I certain references I didn't get. Did, right. Or, you know, understand. I didn't understand much about communism or the Iron Curtain or like, you know, <laughs> like that was uh, not within the scope of my knowledge at that time. So watching it now as a full adult, I'm like, oh, a little, <laughs> little cringy and can kind of understand maybe that's what contributed, yeah, to it being kind of a flop. But overall... It has the formula. It sticks to it. It's, to me, a standard romantic comedy. Right. I don't think it was any worse than most that came out during that time. I was going to say, in that year. And And, it came out at the perfect time, like right before Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I also feel like it was even substantially better than some other rando uh, romantic movies that were coming out at that time. So will it continue to be uh, in your rotation? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'll still watch it every once in a while just because I love Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And considering this was, like, one of the only movies we have with her, gotta, yeah. enjoy, gotta enjoy what we got. Well, that was The Beautician and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, still holds up for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, didn't, I didn't mind it. Despite it's kind of, uh, I mean, it's very tropey, pretty standard, run-of-the-mill you just have to really like Fran Drescher. you got to like Fran Drescher and not going into it expecting too much. Exactly. I mean, it ain't going to blow your mind, but it's entertaining. <laughs> so, with comfy, cozy season continuing in December, I was thinking we could do Chocolat. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> I, I've seen this movie. Yes. <laughs> it was never one of my favorites. Yeah, some whimsy to it, I suppose. Yeah. So I feel comfy cozy when I watch it. Nice. Well, maybe I'll get some better vibes when I watch it this time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And make sure you eat some chocolate when you I'll have to have some chocolate. Yeah, a little hot, hot cocoa. Chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you can find us at Film Gazers on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
On Twitter is where you can also find the link to our Discord <laughs> that no one is a part of. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, it's uh, time to hit the dusty trail. Until next time. Later, taters. Later, taters.